0: welcome to the second semester of Tech Live Lively. Um, this is—I forgot what episode I've tried to record, but I think this will be the ninth one that'll be released once it's all said and done. Um, it is now 2020. It is now the 20 the spring 2022 semester in Atlanta. Uh, my name is Jack Purdy. I am the assistant sports editor, and I have my chief editor of, of mine, as in my direct reporter, uh, report to uh, Will Fuss. Thank you for uh, coming
1: again. Yeah, happy to be here. It's a shame, shame the first time around didn't work out.
0: Yeah, we we, we did we did try one of these last semester, um, and then for reasons we had to act, we had just had to chop it. But it is the life of recording a podcast for the first time and trying to figure out how to make it work. And sometimes you can't use every take that you've got, but that's okay. Um, it's cold in Atlanta now. Um, we got the uh, the smattering of devil's dandruff as SNL has very nicely bequeathed that name to our s- version of quote unquote snow. Um, hey, I had a good time in it. We did have a good time. We did have a good time. I, snowballs were thrown. So,
1: we, tiny, we, tiny little snowmen were built.
0: Yes, very tiny snowmen. Um, you can check Tech's Instagram for some very nice looking snowmen. For what it's worth, they're about what five inches tall. Yeah, on a good day. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what we got. Um, it's our cold stretch, but it's fine. Uh, well, tell us, give us the thirty seconds elevator pitch of who you are, why you're at Tech, why you're on the technique.
1: Uh yeah, I mean I'm I'm fuss. I'm a, you know, a little industrial engineer, so that's, you know, good reason to be at Tech is just cuz I'm a I'm, f- you know, from the Atlanta area from Georgia and I'm an engineer uh and I'm the, I'm the sports guy. Um kind of in in a lot of my circles even outside of the newspaper, but then uh you know, being the the sports editor at the Technique uh means that I'm kind of tapped into uh pretty much all tech sports as much as I can find the time to do so.
0: It's fun to do that, it really is. I would say. I it, hey, we get moderately paid. We Correct. get Decent access to other things that you usually can't get.
1: Yeah, I've um, been up in three different press boxes, uh, four different press boxes if you count McCamish in the last like four or five months. So. That's really fun. That's yeah. fun.
0: Um, so we're going to cover mostly winter sports here because uh, we were all gone from campus for about a month and a half-ish, depending on how your finals aligned in December. Mm-hmm. Um, so effectively, basketball completely got rolling while we were gone. Um, let's start there. Our home games have been fun when we have people in the building, which is something that doesn't isn't guaranteed. Um, right? Uh, were you at the Wisconsin game for the men's early in the season?
1: I couldn't make it down here for that.
0: Okay, so that one was you know th- that was a game where it's like early season, it's finals. We got I think we got like three thousand students in the building or something like that, if yeah. I remember correctly, which was a great attendance. But then you know four weeks later we play Louisville and there's five of us there. But that's right. just how it is in college basketball. But all that to say, I think the men's team looked decent we i mean we made the tournament last year we won the acc kind of you could say on a fluke because of we kept, we had to be able to jump some rounds but either way we were one moses right away from making the second round of the end of march madness so I mean, what, what what have you been seeing what do you think is just needed for this team right now
1: yeah i mean you know last year was a bit of a, a cinderella run and like you were talking about you know the kind of the way the cards fell we just lost our you know arguably our best player at the the worst possible time and you know i mean right and alvarado both were some of the the best talents that uh, tech's had for a while uh, we've we've been lucky with some big big some good big men in our recent years with banks slammers yeah you know yeah. and then right but uh you know outside of some some you know a Kogi maybe comes to mind as the, as yep, the yep, last uh you know nba uh level player to come out of tech before uh, alvarado yep. and right um and uh you know, we'd, uh, losing your two best players is going to uh, really, really set you back. Yeah. Um, you know, De- DeVoe definitely stepped up at the beginning of the year. I mean, he's going nuclear every other night. He yeah, is, he is. D- dropping, what, like 37, I think. Yeah, he's dropping against, a lot. Against uh, uh, Georgia, if I remember correctly. And, um, you know, it, I think leading the country in scoring at one point, he's cooled off a little bit as teams, you know, give him uh, increased defensive attention. Um but, you know, we have, we have a fairly young team. Uh, yeah, a lot of our um, our key guys, you know, including multiple starters on a lot of nights, are our freshmen. Yeah. Um, or, uh, you know, we got a couple of good transfers in the last couple of years that have been big. And, uh, um, you know, still still getting used to the program. You know, guys who, like uh, Howard and Gigabaria, who were yeah. big men who mm-hmm. didn't play a lot of minutes last year because of Wright's dominance or having to, you know, try and fit into a... Um, a team where they are only now getting uh, significant minutes.
0: Yeah, uh, a big note. We did beat we, we 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 at least beat Georgia. We did. We did we that did. much. We beat them in Stageman, which is very nice. One by ten, and that was in a good stretch that we started the year. I mean, granted, we had some easier games where we played. Well, like Morehouse was an exhibition, but you have Stetson, Lamar, then UGA, Charleston. Georgia Southern, we just barely scraped scraped by
1: outside uh, of the Miami loss, it looked like a good start to the year. You know, yeah. we we had our, our one, at least what seemed like a fuky loss fluky loss to uh, uh Miami of Ohio mm-hmm. and then, you know, rattled off a few straight. I think we were, you know, doing pretty nice at five and two or five and three. Yeah, we were early ho- in the season. We were looking
0: good, and then we had the uh this gauntlet of Wisconsin at home, which we had a shot. We only lost by four. We right. were winning was, at points, but that I, one actually gave me hope. Yeah, no, it was that was that was a that was a quality loss, as the as the uh, playoff committee would have Correct. put it. Um, and we're, then we big were on those. Uh, lost to North Carolina at home. North Carolina, and then we had a quasi home game. There was the Holiday Hoops Giving, is what it was called. Uh, we played in State Farm and just got destroyed by LSU. Yeah, I mean
1: it was a home game in the sense that it was you know walking distance from campus, but that you know there weren't student tickets. No, they no, out, it was not run so, by Tech. Uh, you know it, I th- there may have been Tech fans there, but it was uh, definitely you know no no significant student section. No,
0: and then we uh, went to the Jerry Colangelo Classic in Arizona. We lost to USC. Pretty handedly, there, USC has in the Southern Cal version of USC. Right. Um, and then finally got off the schneid after four straight losses where we beat Georgia State. It did take overtime to beat Georgia State, which feels like shouldn't be the case, but they've been a tournament team more often than we've been, though.
1: Yeah, well, overtime, once again, I was actually at the uh, quadruple overtime oh game my against goodness, Georgia State last season. and. Oh, man. Uh, I uh, saw, I believe it was Kelly Quinlan tweet about, um, you know, Georgia State nine o'clock tip off going to overtime. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. When, when that one went there, and I was, I uh, felt for him in that moment. Uh, but yeah, we, we just haven't quite been able to, uh, you know, get by the Panthers. D- definitely not in regulation. The last no, couple of years. No. It takes. Hey, we just, we we just like our neighbors. That's yeah, all. That's yeah. That's all. We, yeah, we just, just, wanna just like spend hang- more more quality time with we our like uh, friends out. from downtown.
0: Uh, we're gonna have two games that are thrown later in the season, which could be helpful to us if it comes to it, as in we haven't played Alabama A&M yet and we haven't played Syracuse. Um, that Syracuse game is a road game, though, so we'll see how that goes. Um, right. And then we only lost by three to Louisville. That game was – I was at that game courtside. That was frustrating to watch at the end, to say the least. I yeah. mean, we had our chances and just could not put up the shots that we needed to at all.
1: Yeah, I mean, our our, our defense has been making strides, you know, definitely keeping us in some games that we, we wouldn't otherwise. be. at the beginning of the uh, – I want to say it was the LSU game. We were, we were up um, at the half, if I remember correctly. And, uh, you know, that was, by and large, on the backs of the defense. Just the offense went cold um, on the back end. And that Georgia State overtime win um, locked down on defense yeah. in the second half. Um, yeah, that
0: LSU game, we were up 34-30 at half and then only scored 19 points in the second half. Right. Um,
1: for Tech, the
0: no one was in. Pl- no one was a plus, plus, minus the entire game. I right. mean, we were fine, and then, it, I mean, it just turned completely. DeVoe. More in Usher were at least a negative 17 in that game. Um, which well that's just how you don't win games is when your three best players are all heavy negatives.
1: No, and I mean, it's you know, it it's not even as big of a story. You know, p- previous years we would be a just you know, turnover machine, yeah. uh, not yeah. in the good way, no. we, were, we were turning it over just non stop. Um, and we Louisville, you know, turned it over more than we did in the Louisville game. Um, you know, we're we're still turning it over at a, a pretty pretty steady clip, yeah. but uh you know it's it's been it, gosh it's been more shooting percentage than anything you know we're we're having trouble getting good shots and then you know making uh, the the good ones or the bad yeah, ones yeah shooting
0: percentage used to not be an issue for us cuz half of the like what a third of our shots a game were moses dunks yeah, or we're, just we're easy getting, layups we're paint
1: looks and open threes and yeah you know uncontested no dunks.
0: one's dunking for us anymore no. it, literally it's if you go inside I mean, usher can can drive Devo will attempt to drive some but that's not his game when Saba's in, who's our tallest dude, he just doesn't have the footwork right now to really right. make a huge difference down there. So you, we've just got to slash and kick and do whatever we can to get open shots. Right. I, I mean, think ushers... there's a world there's a world where Davon Smith, I think, gets better in the next like during the season or next oh, year in terms yeah. of just because he shows he has that that small like Isaiah Thomas ability to like just get around people and get underneath. But
1: and an, it, and an incredible shooter. Yes, yes. Um, he's just you know he has he's an incredible shooter when he's on. He just he has his off nights. You know he has his he has his offers. Uh, yeah, you know, more more than I'd like to see. Um, but I mean, he's he's got a lot of potential to to be a, um, a star for us.
0: So our next three, this episode won't come out until probably most of these games are played. But we play Wake Forest tomorrow night at home, Clayton State on Sunday, which I don't I mean, that's what is a mid-major. I'm not exactly sure how great they are. Um, and then we host FSU. We have, so we have we have four straight home games between Wake Forest, Clayton State, Florida State the Miami Hurricanes, and then we're on the road for a little bit. So a lot of home games in a row is at least helpful to minimize the kind of damage and just not necessarily pain, but just uh, stamina that the women's team had to go through recently, which we'll cover soon.
1: Yeah, it definitely will. I mean, Wake Forest is a tough team. They're 14-4 and four right now, if I mer- remember correctly. Oh, They're, that's, that's good. Hold on. Yeah, they'll be they'll be sniffing, uh, sniffing the rankings if they keep winning. Um, I d- will also admit that I don't know a ton about Clayton State, but – you know, it'd be nice to uh, if, we, if we're going to move away from the conference for a second to grab a win before we yes. come back to conference play. Uh, yeah. You know, I'd, although we are still looking. I uh, no, we we do have the Boston College win, so we're not winless in conference. No, we're not. We um, are not
0: winless in conference, but we are in last place in the ACC. <laughs>
1: right, and as much as uh, you know, we're not last year's team. We've we've been we've been a bit of a kryptonite for Florida State. Yeah. Um. You know, last year, uh, grabbing a couple of big wins, including that uh, ACC title game. Yeah.
0: Well, hey, we've got that over everybody right now. <laughs> Even with their 7-9 record and 1-5 ACC record, it's it's something. Defending champs are Defend- defending defen- champs. Yes, that that is always the case no matter. Hey, I mean, Auburn did the same thing when they won the title. They landed right. 2010 with Gene Chizik. The next year they win three games. It's fine. You get, <laughs> granted, that was a national title. Very different. Still counts. Um, let's shift to the other locker room with the women's team. Uh, Nell Fortner has put together one of the most just structurally perfect defenses I've seen a women's team at any level put together. Now, Nell, for those that don't know, she was a USA women's coach for a while, and she was a part of Olympic teams that won gold, so, I mean, she is not, I mean, if if you're not aware of where she comes from, she's legit, and the fact we have her right now is a huge boon to the program, and has been helpful, especially with our European recruiting. Um, I mean, we have an Italian, a Finn. um, Two Latvians. Two two Latvians with Stratmane, and I'm forgetting the other one. Uh,
1: the, uh, she's a freshman. I'd yeah, yeah, I remember looking right her now. up.
0: Uh, and then uh, Spain with Hermosa, uh, bu-
1: uh Boulan, That's right.
0: Right now, Tech is on the women's side is 18th ranked in the country. We were up as high as 15th, which right. is important this year because if we are top 16 ranked, the first two rounds of the NCAA women's tournament are at c- are at campuses. So if we are one of those top 16 seeds, we're hosting tournament games and
1: get students in the building. Which holy crap,
0: would that be incredible to have and just be another tick on the mark of, or another
1: tick on the board of the women's sports are probably our best between them and volleyball. Yeah. And I mean, you know, track tennis, golf, or not golf, sorry, but, you know, track tennis, uh, you know, our, our swim has been respectable too. Mm-hmm. We'll uh, touch on some of those later. But yeah, I mean, they are they're really good you were talking about the defense it's the number one defense in the country yep. in points per game by a by an entire two points yeah no that's over that's i something. believe uh, albany new york yep, albany. Um, is the second uh, ranked defense and that's you know playing elite acc opponents it's mm-hmm. playing a respectable non-conference schedule um and uh, i believe it's around 46 points per game yep. given up which is just i mean absolutely stifling you yep. know even even if the offense is uh, you know a bit cold, uh, you know for for the good guys. It's you know they other teams have trouble getting even getting shots off in the first place. Yeah. And they so rarely are in yeah. you know good rim looks, paint looks, yeah, uncontested shots. Hermosa,
0: when Hermosa and Kubai are both in the game, those are a just taller than average right people down there, and they're both very good at blocking and very good at not fouling that much either. Right, you're looking uh, at
1: six four and six five at uh, Kubai and her most. Yeah, respectively. it's like
0: and Kubai can shoot threes as well. She's getting, she's been right. developing her point, sh- her her shot at the top of the po- uh, top of the point, which has been very, a very nice addition. She's getting, she's treading into Al Horford territory. It's <laughs> very nice to watch.
1: Big big stretch for yeah. yeah. And I mean, uh a Strout uh, Strout Monet, um, uh, our transfer from I believe Cuse. Oh uh, yeah, Syracuse. Uh, yes, yes. You know, she's she she's got a nice uh, nice three point shot too, and she's yeah. six two herself. So you know. Uh, lots of lots of height and length, and uh, you know, good good shooting ability, being able to shoot over smaller defenders on the team. Uh,
0: yes, yes. Uh, I mean, our starting lineup is: we got my Lota Mylotne, uh, of course, Kubai, Ilya Love, who I forgot to mention. Sarah Bates has been operating as our six man, right. basically a Jamal a Jamal Crawford and just three super good three ability when we just need someone to just say, put she, a shot up.
1: She is lights out from the corner. She
0: really is. I mean, if if any of the one of the five needs to just take a breather, I have no issue with Sarah going in. While well, it not may not be the same defensively. It's that's still. I mean, I, I would not tell, say anyone's a walking bucket on our team, but she is at least a foot of a bucket, and she's <laughs> she's she's no slouch. She's no. no
1: slouch on defense either. I mean, you know, it's it's not like we just bleed points when she's on no, the no, floor. no, not at all. No.
0: So we just lost to Miami. It was a rough rough game. Um, in my article, which is coming out on the twenty first, yes, twenty first of January, um, I highlight. I mainly go through how we had a four game stretch that just ended, where we played four games in eight in eight days. Yeah, it's which a tough stretch. That's a lot. Um and we even had I think do we have a delayed game in there. I forget if we had, if one of those was a rescheduled game or not. But uh here's how it went. We played the we had played on the ninth against Virginia who scored a total of 31 points yeah. and just suffered a 21-0 stretch. It was just it wasn't close. Completely stifling defense. No, no it was I I, I kind of felt bad for them at the end. <laughs> um then we went to Pitt, 1 by 11. Not a hard game at all. Uh and then came home played Florida State. We only won by four, 68 64. Um, but we were down in the fourth quarter and clearly gassed at multiple points. But it was one of those wins where it's, this stuff's just not going to be on the stat sheet. Of just you saw the I mean, A, we were down. I mean, we've had players down to illness for some of this as well. Right. So the Virginia game, we only had seven people. Granted, it didn't really matter at the end, but still, it's like, right. okay. So that means that minutes that Kubine and, and my shouldn't have been playing just for just sheer rest, they had to play. Right. Um and it was starting to show in Florida the Florida State game, just barely squeak it out. Just one of those I mean, everyone in any sport, they've got those where they play those mid level teams and they're expected to be a championship level team and they just barely squeak it out. It's enough to show on those off nights they've got what it takes to just do what it just to do enough.
1: Oh yeah. I mean the the you know the the key players can play, you know, extended minutes if they absolutely need to. Yep. But you know, we, we had you know there were COVID issues over break in our program and in other programs yep. that I think did make it so that this you know that stretch of the schedule was condensed and yep. uh, um, you know especially with uh, our lineups often running you know d- running starters heavy minutes you know running six or seven deep even when we have more uh, you know it, it it does it does start to show a bit it got uh, there in those in those condensed stretches and
0: then three days later we went to Miami this is the game that happened on Sunday's past Sunday we lost by one just. I, I think that was a poorly officiated game there was about eighteen different fouls that were never called on both <laughs> sides of the b- for both teams if you put us put us at the line we were lights out and so i mean if just some whistles go it's it's an either but they let it play for what it's worth it was consistently a loose game right so it's not like we were getting the shorthand of the the short stick or whatever but we lost by one on a late minute uh la- last minute layup I will note I think there are some points that now. Josh has Pastner has the same thing where they'll have a timeout in hand, a b- the b- we'll have the ball and at least a, a, at least enough time, if not the last shot or more, just barely more than one shot clocks worth of time, right? To at least ra- drop a play. We did not drop a play against Miami, and that really frustrated me because I'm like, it was clear we were gassed. We hadn't stopped until since like the five minute mark, and Nell just said go. We didn't get a single shot. Yeah, I mean, even shot. you know, even
1: if you're not going to drop like a you know, some something really crazy. You know, give them time to, you know, rest for a second. At sit least down a breeder, and Get water, yeah. all that. Um, yeah. I mean, and th- that one too is, you know, the, the the defense was was stout again. The 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 effort on that side of the ball, and you know, like you're talking about, is Nell has uh, structure in place. You mm-hmm. know, real. Um, you know, the 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 scheme is uh is has been a big part of it. And you know, even on a game where they're, they're gassed like that, you know, only allowed 46 points.
0: It's a scheme that allowed less than 100 combined points to both the Louisville
1: and UConn right <laughs> you know two uh two Both top the three were th- two third ranked when we played them yes so, yes um which we, we we split those and man was that that louisville game was close Louisv- but, yeah i mean i you know to to, to talk about the yukon game real quick i was there you know in the student yep. section yep. From, from the you know tip to the final whistle and it was rowdy in there i believe it was the uh, second highest attendance in at any tech women's basketball game in history is what i had heard and uh a uh, few hundred students in there, you know, big, definitely solid att- uh, student attendance yeah. for, um, you know, for women's games, which, you know, I, I keep saying, I you know, we'll we'll win, and it's it's fun if people go, um, but uh, yeah, it was it was a great atmosphere the whole time. Props to the pep band, they uh, yeah they, they did good, they they bring the energy, you know, every game, no matter how many other students are there, um, but yeah, the you know the crowd was big, um, and uh, you know we were we were definitely well-prepared for uh for Gino and his uh and his squad we were
0: I mean it, it is worth noting that uh Paige Buchers their top player had broken her I believe it was her tibia right like literally the week before the game so I mean I was h- stoked to see the new number one pick for the WNBA but still yeah. it's just like I mean, you take them however you get them but that really sucked and so an important caveat to note um there was four thousand five hundred and eighty seven people at that mm-hmm. game um there was less than two thousand people at the most recent guys game, so yeah, it, UConn draws a crowd, of course. And I mean, that's the kind of game where every every kid's team was at was at that game as well. Like right. any high school that like had done like to collect the funds to buy tickets to this game, they were all at this because. UConn's not in our conference, so when we, when you can see UConn women, that's you just go. I'll say it's the first go. time
1: we've played them, in, as long as I know,
0: yeah. So you just you just go to that game. Um, coming up for the team, it's still a lot more conference play. Uh, we go uh, we go to we go to Syracuse. So Stroudmane, we'll get to go back to the Carrier Dome um, to play our old team in a couple days, uh, and then we host North Carolina and Boston College in the next week after. So a little bit of a lighter schedule, thankfully, um, but here is hoping we will be hosting tournament games come March
1: well something to watch out for too is the uh the Duke uh postpone uh, yes the the, the Duke game that got postponed you know that's a that's a ranked matchup that's uh, supposed to be played in Cameron Indoor um that uh you know will have to be rescheduled at some point so that's that's definitely something to watch out for um you know I'm looking at that uh the the week that starts January thirtieth, we have a a gap of eight days between games, and it wouldn't surprise me at all if uh, would end up that there. one gets slotted in there. So um, we should go to that know. game. <laughs> <laughs> easy easy
0: little six. I got a friend we can stay with. We'll make it work. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, okay. All that to say, yes, women's basketball. If there was one team, I would I would say go see right now. It would be them oh, yeah. more than any of them.
1: Absolutely. If if you haven't been to a game and you know free for students, just show your buzz card, yeah, walk students, on. Students, please it's, go walk Please go with.
0: support our women. I have mine one of my classes, and she loves it when people show up, so I can at least say the players love it. They high five us, they love it. Oh yeah. I do wish they let us storm the court if we beat UConn, but we didn't really <laughs> have much of a say in that. Uh maybe if more of us show up they'll let us do that sorta. I don't know, we'll find <laughs> I wouldn't mind. It'd be fun to do that. Uh, okay. Let's shift to track. Um that was your that was your article this week. Um so,
1: yeah, tell us about Nicole Feagans because she is killing it. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's nothing new if you've been following our track or uh, cross-country at all the last, well, four or five years. You know, you've probably heard her name. She has a whole bunch of school records um, and just, you know, went ahead and added another one this weekend. She uh, beat the previous uh, women's 1,000-meter mark by almost two seconds, um, ran 248.5 Um This past weekend in Nashville, um, and uh, you know, just yet another record to her very uh, illustrious career. Um, But also, uh, we have freshman uh, Riley Perlikowski who uh, ran it in 250.08, which actually would have beat the previous mark as well. Um, So, we've got some young talent, you know, already, uh, you know, at least could have set a record if it wasn't for uh fagans just you know (laughs) being being even faster but uh, definitely definitely some uh some some young talent to watch out for uh on the uh, the women's track team
0: that's good that's good and we got we still have a number of meets coming up as the weather gets warmer too so i mean and they're in they're in indoor season right now but they'll be outdoors soon enough um right keep rambling while i look at our schedule
1: yeah i mean you know and that's it's already the, the the second event of the year Um, we have uh, uh, both both the men's and women's teams have uh, headed to uh, they headed to Clemson and they headed to Nashville and they will be uh, in Columbia South Carolina Mm -hmm. uh, coming up soon so a lot a lot of southern events um, of varying sizes Uh, we've also seen um, a couple other uh, athletes uh, Taylor Grimes uh, has been doing very well in the long jump. She has a couple of podium finishes already. Um, and uh, Cameron O'Neill um, is, uh, he was the uh, ACC Field Freshman of the Year, if I recall, last year, um, and uh, has won the long jump uh, at a couple of events. So he's been, uh, there's been a couple of other athletes who've really, um, you know, really been standing out um also at the uh you know in in the the Nashville races the men's and women's mile was absolutely dominated by yeah Tech, oh, yes, tech yes, had I four this. of the top six uh woman finishers um three of the top four uh guy finishers and then in the 3,000 meter um the second through fifth uh woman finishers and literally the entire top five in the men's 800 was Tech Runners. That is delightful. Um, so the, definitely uh, some events, especially those kind of, you know, mid to long distance events mm-hmm. have been just, you know, all Tech, uh, all the events they've been to this year.
0: That is great. So we've got, looking at our calendar, we've got a couple, we'll actually have two meets here at in at, at Tech. Um, we have in March, uh, mid-March, we have the El Jacket Invitational, which will have some other teams here. Which is after NCAA indoor championships, so that's currently what all the, all these meets were indoor. So we're building up to the early March NCAA's indoor before we get to the outdoor season, which includes the famous events like the Penn Relays. Right. Uh, we have an outdoor event. There's one at Georgia, um, and more of the your tra- more of the traditional Olympic events is where you'll see those. But indoors so indoors is what we're getting to now. Um, and we still get plenty of time to see Nicole go crazy. Uh, would you actually say Nicole is the most dominant athlete on our campus right now? Just Because, ter- I mean, granted, track and field isn't going to be, like, the most heavily covered thing. We don't have any – we don't have, like, many Olymp- – our Olympians are more on the swimming front. But in just terms of match-to-match, game-to-game, event-to-event domination, it seems like it's Nicole's throne I right mean, now. I mean,
1: she's, she's got to be up there at least. Like, she, you know, she finds the podium at – you know, if if not if not you know every event, pretty much every meet that she's right. at, yeah. um, you know, I she, she's first team all ACC consistently. She's uh, you know up there uh, at the NCAA's consistently, mm-hmm. and you know with with the number of records, with the number of tech records that she has, um, you know, in pretty much all or like in in a, a number of different both indoor and outdoor. Um, events, you know, it's it, there's there's a very very solid case to be made. Yeah. Um. You know, and she she goes out and breaks her own records. Uh, yeah, she's you know, yeah, she's <laughs> done that too. Pretty much every season at this point. If, so. if
0: there was a draft for a professional running league, we would have lost her by now. Just oh yeah, how good she is. I think. Um, I just came up with this now. Top three things I wouldn't want to compete in against other tech athletes. One, Nicole Figgins in running any distance at all. Two, uh trying to get a rebound. Off of Lorella Kubai. Not happening. No chance. Three, having to get a dig off of Juliet Bergman, uh, kill. Oh, yeah. That,
1: that's that That last one. You're that she's has got such my, a hand of an arm. I'll, there's, just, there's I'll no just need new hands after she breaks oh, right. them
0: in many, many places. Right. But yeah. So, all that to say, uh, winter was pretty good as a whole for tech. Uh, I, I think we, we've got plenty of time still to go. Um, as we said, like, please go to events if you're on campus. It means a lot to our athletes. Um, right. It's, I mean, we know we are. Not your average Southeastern school in terms of it being super sport focused, um, but we have a really long legacy of, of having a lot of sports here. I mean, football is one of them, of course, but we've been great at baseball. Baseball and other also, once we get there, we have some uh, all-ACC, preseason all-ACC players on our team, including our uh, Kevin Parada, who,
1: is he our catcher? Yes. Should, uh, yes, and he's sir. projected to possibly be a, a top five draft pick. Yeah, and he's uh, pretty much every draft board I've seen has him, at least in the top ten.
0: We've, between him and Joey Bart, we've had a couple uh, fantastic catchers coming through our system yep. um, with Coach Danny Hall. All that to say, yeah, please show up. It means a lot. It's a fun use of time, especially when it warms up, softball games, baseball games. Oh, the, yeah. a couple track meets here, um, and hey, Lord willing, we'll have tournament games here for the ladies basketball don't, team. Don't forget swim either. We got oh, yes, yes. The,
1: both the ACC's and the NCAA championships yes. for swim are going to be... Um, at the Macaulay Athletic there Center, will be so I will definitely be... will Olympic uh, medalists
0: in yeah. Atlanta that you can watch in oh, yeah. your backyard. Yeah. Please go. It's good. That'll be so fun to watch. Um, I, I remember I, I watched uh, one pro event in the past here, and they did have discounted tickets for students. I don't know what the procedure will be for this meet, for either ACC's or NCAA's, but regardless... You, it's it's a one of a kind thing to see some high level swimmers like that. Swim meets oh, are long and boring. I was a swimmer; I got bored of my own meets, but it's worth it to see people. I mean, this is where people like Nathan Adrian, and Ledecky, and uh, Missy Franklin, all those kind of swimmers they started oh, yeah. here. Like this is where they launched from, and it's going to be a few years before they have an Olympic event to go into. So yeah, you'll
1: be you'll, you'll probably be seeing some 2024 competitors yeah. and probably some some uh, 2021 ones as well. I know. Oh, I mean, for sure you know tech had a couple of uh people who at least went and swam and yes, some yes, of these other the couple of guys some of these other powerhouses are going to have some uh some some big time talent there. that will be good.
0: Okay, let's switch gears here to more in the hypothetical range unless the physical go to a thing. Um obviously football was no success this year in any no. way shape or form. Um I in the in, behind the scenes, I'm not sure what all is going down, but I not just seeing what's going on on the field, I'm not terribly confident. Um, th- I say that I wasn't, I think, at the visit of the locker room last week. Very nice building. Oh, yeah. Very nice room. They've got two hot tubs in there, Yeah, which, good for them. Uh, <laughs> but, but if you're Todd right now, after the spring is done here, and we're, like, baseball's good, and basketball's over, like, what, what would you focus on most? Like, are we, are we in, we, or should our mindset be, okay, let's fix this one massive thing? We do have the edge building getting redeveloped, so that's going to hopefully help with mm-hmm. recruiting and whatnot, because... For those that don't know, the Edge Building is on the corner of uh, Bobby Dodd and Techwood, and that's where the athlete uh, dining room is. Mm -hmm. Um, All the athletic offices are in there, but that's kind of like a little haven for our athletes to just kind of be themselves. Right. It's a good little spot for them. Uh, But that building's getting redone, so like our athletic center, so to say, for the actual athletes is going to be new and flashy come three, four years from now. So aside from that, though, like,
1: where would. What do we need to do right now? I mean, you know, after the spring. The, the the big sports are going to be the fall sports, obviously, right, yep. and the biggest of those is football. I, I think you know we it's it, it's going to be two parts to focus on. One is we have a lot of really good teams that don't necessarily draw a ton of fan support. You know, our, our you know like we were talking about with our baseball team being really good. Um, you know, I want want to have more fans in the stands. Our women's basketball team being as good as they are. You know, making sure that we get fan support at the um, you know the teams that don't get it uh, quite as much. Um, Is going to be a big one, and I mean, you know, football is going to be the biggest one. You know, we're we're still in the southeast, um, and it is worth, uh, you know, continuing to invest, continuing to invest in our program. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the the last (laughs) three seasons have not gone uh, quite the way we've wanted to, but you know, Collins did just, or you know, Collins and the whole program did just, you know, by and large, clear house. You know, did, we, we have we yeah. have a bunch of promotions, demotions, firings, hirings. Um, you know, our our offensive coordinator, uh, what's his last name? Long I Chip believe. Long, yes, You're right, yeah, Chip Long. He's he's had some some some, some uh, success at Notre Dame and Tulane, um, and you know, could could be what we need to revitalize the offense. We're going um, to
0: reintroduce the position of the tight end. That's tex yeah. offense. About
1: <laughs> a, a <balance laughs> time we've had we've had some good tight ends. I mean, you know, Darren Waller is a you know top top handful of tight end in the NFL. We can produce them. It's just yeah. we got to use them. Uh, use them while they're here so um I, I you know football especially in the southeast is always going to be a big focus mm-hmm. and um it's going to be you know under a microscope this year um and you know we're, we're going to need to see results um for you know for i think for collins to feel comfortable yeah about his future with the program but uh you know outside of outside of football it's just going to be you know Getting people excited about the other sports, mm-hmm. um, you know, getting people in McCamish, getting people in uh, into McNeese, you know, get, getting people mm-hmm. into all the other stadiums on campus that aren't Bobby Dodd.
0: Yeah, it'll be if we get to a place... I mean, there is a world where we where we become closer to a Duke, yeah. In that we're really smart. We'll have. Oh, we're, we already have that. Well, yeah. I mean, that's a, I, mean, we're, I mean, MIT doesn't have a football team, so <laughs> I mean, but got them beat. Yeah. So I mean, like, yeah, we I mean, could be, we could get into that range of middling at football usually we at least have the historical legacy so we'll always have that interest but just right in, in other domains just really 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 good yeah um and it's just a matter of getting people here to i mean yeah as we said to care about it um, yeah
1: and um, you know we we have we have some really solid code Passner has built for a good program in tech really I mean, yes, he's, yes you yes, know yes. The, the acc championship run last year was you know maybe an anomaly i don't think it was a fluke though no, um not a fluke we definitely he's there's been a, there's a, there, there's
0: a, there's, a, there's a universe where that there's a plenty of universes where that still happens
1: right and you know he's he's been he's been a good player developer um he's been you know tech recruiting is always a little touch and go but he's been a respectable recruiter and he's you know he's yeah. he's the players he's brought in he's been able to turn into Um, you know, the players that we want to have at the program, you Mm -hmm. know, the uh, defenders that work hard. And, you know, you know, last year we saw just good moving the ball well, cutting down on turnovers. You know, he he coaches good basketball um, for the most part. And so it's good to see um, that progress. You know, we have we have Fortner, you know, turning us into a, you know, uh, women's basketball powerhouse. You know, baseball team has been been great uh yeah. recently. I mean, and Danny Hall's you know, been
0: coaching for what thirty years now, right? Like, yeah, it, it's I was gonna kind say, of insane. He's a, he's
1: a he's a titan in the industry at yeah. this point. And you know, softball's historically been good. Yep. Men's tennis and women's tennis both have a bunch of nationally ranked players. And I think at least one of the teams, I think a women's team, is ranked in the ITA Yes, they are. Rankings. They are ranked. Uh, men's swim is ranked. Mm-hmm. Um, golf finished top fifteen last year. I mean, we have uh, we we have good sports when we have them. I think in the um, what's it called the uh, that one cup with where you get points for how well all your teams do oh I think Stanford wins every year right yeah because <laughs> they have you know 38 teams or whatever but uh we were we we're I believe in the top 50 for that despite having like half the number of varsity teams that some of these other schools have yeah so
0: yeah we have we, we're not huge counting the sports including it individualized like tennis men's and women's yeah, counting and a separate ones. So we have baseball men's and women's basketball men's and women's cross country football golf but just men's golf I should note uh softballs Men's and women's swimming and diving, although NCA categorizes that as one. Right. Uh, men's and women's tennis, men's and women's track and field, and volleyball. So that's one, two, three, four. That's uh, ten. No, fourteen. <laughs> fourteen sports. Fourteen total sports for an ACC school. We've been around a long time. We only have fourteen. Right. Um, pitch me one sport we should add. Don't worry about the space. Tech is full in terms of we can't build out, but we can build up. No, so not don't don't think about that. But just like <laughs> what if we had one sport to add now, what would you
1: add? I honestly lacrosse really Okay. Um, okay. Or ac- well okay no lacrosse or soccer okay um, those are both uh, sports and that the ACC thrives in yeah, so it's not true. like it'd be a super friendly environment no. uh, for us to join but you know we have we have both the sports the club of our club lacrosse team is good well, lacrosse um, is very good yes, of, yes. they were I believe in the national semis or national finals last year for club mm-hmm. really impressive you know both both of those are ones that the ACC uh tends to thrive at and you know uh, the, the 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 lacrosse recruiting hotbed tends to be kind of the northeast but there's a lot of good you know southern programs and southern yeah. teams and i mean they, uh, honestly you know either either lacrosse or soccer we, we can um do well to recruit you know yeah. using kind of similar uh similar strategies to a lot of the other sports yeah. you know just pitching them on a lot of the the things that tech has to offer um, and you know, soccer. I'd want to bring in. You know, if we brought in a men's team, I'd want to also bring in a women's team. Yeah, I think you can um, do both. Or you know, or the you know, uh, ACC women's soccer might be better than ACC men's soccer. I'd be yeah, maybe you know more than happy just seeing them. You know, the same way we just have women's volleyball. Um, and uh, you know, that that's the kind of thing too. Where no matter which of those three sports you bring in, it, you could have one, you know, one stadium. Yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah,
0: I mean, it, yeah, and and I think in a perfect world we'd have a separate era. like what SAC is. Mm -hmm. on campus would be some form of the soccer field Mm -hmm. um, slash lacrosse area. I I also don't see it. I mean, soccer is my number one as well um, to bring here. I mean, if the Atlanta United pipeline isn't enough proof, we have so much talent in this area that's untapped. That's, I mean, going, I mean, the fact that a lot of our talent, and I literally have friends of mine that are now in Atlanta United's development system, Mm -hmm. and I'm just like, good for you. Like, that is some of the best news I can hear for a friend of mine. But at the same time, like, you could also play a tech and get yeah. your educa- and get a tech education and still get draft. I mean, the draft pipeline still exists here in America. Um, whether or not that's the best pipeline for soccer is another story, because how it's done internationally. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Well,
1: and, we- and the way the the way that you know techs shown the the ability to recruit internationally for so many sports for uh, for volleyball for women's basketball. Yes. Yeah. You know, um, we we have
0: yeah th- we have we have the we have pipeline in place. Right. To get so, it done.
1: you know, and, and that's you know, that's how a lot of um, Atlanta United especially. We had, we, we had two Brazilians on our volleyball team. Exactly, yeah. So we uh we definitely, you know, have have a bit of a blueprint for that which yeah. which would help us out. So. It'd be
0: nice. And I mean hey if we can use I mean we can use Bobby Dodd. Yeah, We put we played nine yeah. United games there. It was tight. I mean I just think the smaller side
1: of the field. Mm-hmm. But as long as the, as long as I'm not playing on Saturday, we have we have the facility am, for it. Well, they play
0: in the spring, so it's fine. I mean, yeah. I am fully convinced. If we had a Saturday afternoon soccer game in Bobby Dodd for either gender, there'd be five thousand people there. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like that is, it, I mean, it's the only sport we could introduce that we haven't yet. That when you go, no one's gonna not understand what's going on. Yeah, baseball, we have. I mean, I, I don't mean to like. Talk down to the international population, but we know it's not as big of a thing there. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people I have had to explain the rules of baseball to. Yeah, on Tech's campus compared to like literally my high school in Atlanta, which most people knew what was going on if we if we talked about if I just if we use baseball terminology, people got it. Right, you come to Tech, it's just a wildly different story. Just like the most popular sport in this city is just not even on the radar of yeah. this part of the city which is kind of wild to me coming from having <laughs> been bred here for so long mm-hmm. um so i mean i think there's a lot of there's a lot of untapped potential there just in terms of the skill we have and every everyone and their kid plays soccer in atlanta oh, anyway right. so i mean right. it's like it, it fit right in there's room for it
1: yeah I, I played growing up for years and you know i just stopped because i wasn't very good yeah. so <laughs> the one the ones who were better than me can i know <laughs> come here for and it And we also <laughs>
0: switched I, I was talking to uh samit Shah recently who's one of our uh He's the uh, athletic or associate or assistant director in athletics for special projects, and he was saying that we switched to turf in part so that we could do more events here, right. which makes soccer way more feasible as well because we're not tearing up the pitch mm-hmm. if it's grass, which United kind of did when they were here. But yeah, it, it was a short-term thing.
1: But I, I've heard rumors. I don't. I have no. <laughs> I can't think of any sources or anything. But I've, yeah. I've heard um, kind of you know bits and pieces, scattered rumors of. Potential uh, Georgia Tech soccer—that'd be so um, fun It'd happening be so here. Fun. But I, I, you know, <laughs> don't don't quote me on that. I have no, no I details, won't. but I uh, uh I have I've heard you know whispers, of Mr. Stansbury, if you're listening, <laughs> make it happen. We're on record. <laughs> the technique sports crew fully
0: endorses soccer. At I would Georgia Tech. I would
1: write about it. I'd, I'll, I'll give them as much press as they we'll need. Just,
0: well, we will do a dedicated soccer page. I mean, I won't be here, but I'll just say we'll do a dedicated soccer page. I'll do an it. entire. It's fine. We'll do it. Okay. Uh, will, thanks. this was really fun. yeah, I love talking sports. That's kind of why we do this anyways, right. so um uh, the technique is for those that don't know, is the student newspaper uh, that comes out of the Georgia Tech student body. Um, we're all students here. none of us are journalism majors because we don't have a journalism school at tech, so no, we do we this don't. for the love of writing I'm an engineer. <laughs> uh, we just do this for the love of writing, for the love of just you know being friends with people and finding out what's going down. um if you want to find a newspaper, uh, we are. Currently in the office, about to put together our first paper this semester, Yep, uh, and those will start going out this Friday, the uh, 21st, yeah, 21st, 21st of January, and you can find those uh, on newsstands, basically anywhere on campus. If it's a big building, it's got a newsstand.
1: Library, Colk, CRC, Scheller, everywhere. Yeah,
0: so many places. Um, articles will also be posted online, um, and so and you can also find a lot of old issues back there as well. Um, our editor-in-chief is Jeanette Batcher, Our managing editor is Taylor Gray. Um, I'm Jack Purdy. Will, thanks again. Yeah, thanks for having me. We'll be back. Thanks, guys.